You're listening to Vet Candy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Vet Candy IRL, and I'm your host, Shannon Gregoire. So today, we're going to take a little stroll down confidence lane and talk about things like image and first impressions, and the most important part is your style. Whatever style you may be, as long as it makes you feel confident and powerful and like you can conquer the world, that is the style that you need. So I have brought this amazing style expert who has her own style consulting business. She has her consulting certification from the Fashion Institute of Technology and also on the executive board of the Association of Image Consultants International and hails from the beautiful Brooklyn, New York. Please help me welcome Nana Badu. Hi, Nana. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm feeling fabulous. Thank you for that beautiful intro. Yeah, thank you for joining me. I'm so excited to talk to you about this because I feel like it's something that kind of develop over your lifetime, but sometimes you need a little bit of motivation or inspiration from someone to really help you make you feel your best. You know, I love what, what you were saying just even about style is is it's so personal. It's so much connected to who you are and being a source of self-expression and just an invitation for people to to get to know you, right? Um, Just within the first seven seconds of seeing you uh, make these impressions. And so you'd have a really small but poignant window to make an impact and tell people about who you are. So style can be very, very monumental and important to you in setting that, that impression for folks. Absolutely. And I guess, what do you find most that, you know, women come to you and talk to you about wanting to revamp their style and get more confidence? You know, what are their biggest, I guess, needs that they feel that they are missing? Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. The common theme that the women that I work with always tell me is, is Nana, I just don't feel like my style represents my best self. That's the underlying through line of every single woman that I'm so honored to work with um, is that they just don't feel like they have clothes that really represent them. You know, that could come from a variety of different spaces, right? There could be, you know, major moves in your career that you've had. There could be changes in your body, could be weight loss, could be weight gain, right? There could be personal things happening, relationship things, right? So there's all of these different elements and things that are happening in your, in your life. And a lot of these women get to a certain place where they're like, you know what, though? I'm at this point, this like pivotal moment of transformation in my life where things are gelling and things are clicking. Like, crushing in at work, I'm going for that promotion, or, you know, I'm I'm already a part of a senior leadership team. I've got my industry. I've got like 10 plus years of expertise. Like I, I know what I'm doing, can't touch me, right? But they know that they get into these spaces and there's just something that doesn't make them feel as worthy or as confident to be present in these spaces with other leaders or in other communities that may in some cases not look like them. It's in those spaces where they're like, 
I'm just really understanding that I have to embody, right, a, a identity for me in order to feel like that boss woman that I want to, you know, really exude that confidence, that that level. I, it's just out of totality, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you when you look good, you feel good, right? <laughs> You know, you always want that that power outfit or whatever situation you feel like you need to conquer. If you think you look great, then you are going to automatically like get to have a great start out the gate. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a fact. It's like and people say that all the time, you know, like when you look good, you feel good. And it's it's like that old adage because it's true. You know, there's so much truth in like these simple things that could be as simple as you know, anything connected to your beauty, you know, putting on that great red lip, right? Or putting on that, you know, that amazing dress that really hugs your curves in a way that makes you feel good, right? Or there's a certain color that, you know, every time you wear, it just lights you up, you know, it illuminates your skin or somebody is always going to give you a compliment about, you know, that necklace you always wear, you know, like, you just have those pieces. I think those are the pieces I like to call those power pieces, like you were saying, right? Like those are the pieces that oftentimes are great conversation starters or they just invoke reactions within yourself and of others in a really positive and affirming way. And that's a great catalyst for your confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how did you get into like personal style consulting and all this, you know, helping women feel their best, like did you always know you wanted to do this or is it kind of how the cards fell? I didn't always know. Although, you know, people ask like, what did you want to be when you were young? I either wanted to be uh, a gymnast or a fashion designer. It was all the cards. I actually spent over 15 years working in the corporate industry as a management consultant. Um, so when I graduated from college, I went into that space. And in college, you know, I liked style and not it's it's interesting. I, I always I always say that I like style, especially because sometimes the fashion industry I see them as very two very different things. But I always love the creativity, right? That ability to like just be that creative outlet for myself. So when I was working, it didn't change in that way, right? I had my own experiences where I was young. I was one of the only women, people of color in the industry, and a lot of the leadership were white men. And I was like, mm, okay, there was an intimidation element happening, right? Imposter syndrome was setting in. All this stuff that I didn't even have words and language for, right? But I was just like, you know, trying to figure out like, sometimes I feel comfortable, sometimes I don't, et cetera. And so I was like, you know, as that, as a young professional, you really do try to understand all these different elements of your image and like how to put your best foot forward and get noticed for opportunities and all these things. And then I just, consciously or subconsciously just made a decision to tap into what I felt were my best traits, which were like my boldness, like, you know, my communication, you know, really tying into my culture, my, my West African uh, roots from Ghana, which is where my family's from. And just like pulling those elements as sources of inspiration and confidence for myself. And so I just weave them into my clothing. So I would rock a suit and then I would rock a head wrap too. Or I would have, you know, some dope jewelry that my mom bought back from home and you know, I might have it with a colorful blouse. So 
you know, I became known as the person who was very bold, very communicative, always colorful and a source of energy in the room. That just went hand in hand naturally with my talent. So from there, that became like a thing. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like this. Yeah, right. And so then others took, took notice of that. And I began to get some inquiries from folks asking, you know, do you do styling, et cetera? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, and, and then it kind of just snowballed from there. When you have a client that's talking to you about revamping their style, like what kind of questions do you ask that, you know, professionals can ask themselves to kind of figure out what's missing or what they might want to add into their closet? For me, like style is, as I was saying at the top, like really personal. So there is is a really important area of like self-reflection that I walk all of my clients through. And it's rooted in a framework that I created called the CKC method, which means that clarity plus confidence, I'm sorry, clarity plus knowledge builds confidence. And so the clarity part is all about self-discovery. So I would encourage you to think about, you know, what makes me magic is a really important question that I would say you should pose to yourself. What is it about your unique talents that draws people in? What are you known for? What do you think you do um, that's amazingly unique and special? And you can get down as simple as writing, you know, three adjectives that you would use to describe yourself, right? Just like doing some self-reflecting there. And then you can start to create what I always love to do is a mood board, right? Just being like, whether it's Pinterest, whether it's Instagram, right? Getting things out of your head. And onto paper and in visual in a visual way allows you to like clear the clutter. When you get those words around, like what is it that makes me magic? You know, what what is it that's unique and special about me? Then you can start to think about how does that translate in your clothing, and you can create that mood board thinking about like your ideal image or your ideal style, and start to pull pictures of other you know, women or professionals whose style that you really resonate with, you know, whether it's because of the color or the fit or the print, whatever element of accessories, right? You do cool things as inspiration for yourself. And then using that, right, you can take that and go into your closet at that point, right? Because you're going into your closet with a little more clarity and a little bit more knowledge about what you actually really like. Because sometimes when you're staring at your closet, your first inclination, you're either like, oh, yeah, dope. I love everything that's here. You know, that, that's like ideal, right? So few of us have that feeling, right? The, the more reoccurring thought is like, I ain't got nothing to wear. I don't feel like anything looks good. Like, I'm so bored with this stuff, right? So if you always immediately go to your closet with that kind of energy, it's never going to work. <laughs> you're always... I have the same feeling over and over again. So you just got to take a step back. Got to take a step back, get some inspiration. Then you go into that closet with the mood board. You're like, okay, here's the things that I'm like really vibing with. Let me go in my closet and see if there's anything in here that I could use for some inspiration to maybe recreate this look or see like, oh, wow, actually, I really love green or blue is a great color on me. Actually, on my mood board, I put a lot of red, but I don't own any red. Okay. Maybe I want to buy, you know, a red blouse the next time I'm going shopping, right? So 
just really trying to go through your closet with some pieces of inspiration for yourself is a, is, is, is a good place to, to always start. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. find out why your dog pees on your shoes and chews your stuff up? Get our new book, Pet Candy's Guide to Dog Behavior. This fun and informative book, written by our veterinary experts, gives you the knowledge you need to understand your dog's behavior and to know when and how to get professional help. Check it out! It's available for free on Kindle Unlimited, Apple Books, and even on MyPetCandy.com and brought to you by Reconcile, chewable tablets for dogs. Yeah, absolutely. And I try to, I think my bright colors work better with my specific skin tone. So I tend to stay away from like pastels or really muted colors. And I tend to use like pops of bright instead, because I feel like it evens out my dark features a little bit nicer. Nice. Yes. Come on, you better know your colors. Go, girl. I know my colors, they're bright colors. And then I have friends who look like best in pastels and I'm like that would totally like just wash me out but it looks so good on them because their skin tone is different than mine and their features are just a little different definitely yeah that's a that's a really important piece knowing your your color season um yeah I think I'm a winter is that bright colors um not necessarily bright colors but for like deep pigment colors yes 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 your color seasons are just great elements that you could use as a guide, right? That really do let you know, like, these are the colors that are tried and true that will work with your skin and your hair color and that are just going to help and brighten you. You'll look the most flattering against your features. So there, it's a great, a great guide. I always tell people it's not all or nothing. Sometimes people get very focused in on color. They're like, well, I don't wear this and I don't wear yellow and I don't wear orange. And I'm like, it's not about don't, you know, it's about, you got to find what works for you. Yeah. You got to find what works for you. You got to find the shade. Is it, is it a deeper shade of, of, of orange that's better? Or is it a lighter shade of orange that's, that's better? Is it a brighter or is it a more muted? Like you, you have to play around. It's not, it's not an all or color, all or nothing thing, right? You just I think it's the same thing with like fashion and style. Um, you know, you have to find what works for you. Don't be so much concerned about, well, what can't I do? And what are my do's and don'ts? It's like, well, why, why don't you find what, what works? Allow yourself to create your own unique personal style. Don't be so focused on the trends and what everybody else is doing. Like find what works for you. Allow yourself to know that this is going to be something that's so much an extension of me that of course it's unique. It's supposed to look like everybody else, right? It's literally supposed to be how it aligns best to make me feel good. That's what's most Absolutely. Well, I feel like I compartmentalize too, like my style depending on what my mood is or or what my environment will be like. So I'm going to work, like what scrubs I'm going to wear, or if I'm going on interviews or conferences, I have like my professional um, attire. But then if I have like a weekend with my friends, I have like fancy, you know, like more dressy attire. But then if I have a, a like a chill weekend or if it's w- summertime, I want like the breezy, cool outfits or the 
the athleisure outfits and stuff like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, you really want to build your wardrobe based on your lifestyle. And so much of, so many of us, you know, we're working from home, but I know, you know, I'm like, I'm like even interested, like your audience. I don't know if everyone was still out, you know, in the office or is now resuming to being in the office. Cause you know, more clients are coming through with, with their pets and saying, you know, we need help with different things. But, you know, now that a lot of people are coming back in person with things and you're like entering the office, it's, it's like, you know, now is a great time for you to like reassess where does most of your time go? And then saying like, what do you have in your closet that supports that? And if you're in a space, you know, like, like if that you wear a lot of uniforms, right? Like you're a veterinarian, you're in scrubs, right? Like that's the MO, that's the uniform, right? All day. You need comfortable footwear too. Like that's so important, finding cute shoes that I can stand on for 10 or 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, and that's why, you know, people love Crocs, right? Like naturalizers, great brand for comfortable shoes. But, you know, it's it's finding like function, right? It's one huge, huge element of your life. It's like, listen, got to be comfortable, right? And that really probably proceeds so much, you know? And it's great that now even in this space of scrubs that things have like evolved and there are more brands offering more, um, you know, more examples. Like I know I was saying this earlier that I was at the doctor's office and um, the woman drawing my blood was wearing, was wearing figs. And I was like, I will wear that. That's right. I was like, that looks mad comfortable. And he, she was saying, you know, once upon a time, she was like, oh, the options were so limited. You know, so I think it's awesome that even within that lane of fashion, where fashion literally meets function, right, um, that there's more versatility there. So, you know, I even encourage you in that space to just find what unique ways you can add your own flair with something, right? Is it going to be the type of color that you choose? Is it going to be that you're going to have a really crazy print on your Crocs, right? Or funky socks, right? Or like if you're able to wear jewelry, you know, is it going to be a unique thing like that? Are you going to add some personality in your beauty? You can find this, find this space. And people see that, like, like as a patient, you know, like as somebody coming in, like that's very much sending a very specific message to your client, to your audience about who you are, what kind of doctor you are, right? What kind of professional you are, right? Are you going to be one who's very detail oriented? Are you going to be one who's like completely buttoned up, right? And neutral tones, right? Are you going to be one that's like more colorful with different prints and you're going to be like, okay, you're about to give my dog crazy cut or whatever it is. Like it sends a message and people respond to that and are then more inclined to make decisions about how they interact with you or even if they decide to interact with you simply based on your. Yeah. And I like to, especially, you know, seeing clients and stuff, having like, like maybe one thing, one or two things in my outfit, that'll be, maybe it's like socks with dogs on them or like something that's cute that I know will more likely get someone to comment and kind of initiate that relationship as a conversation starter that helps build that, that relationship with um, the client doctor and the patient. So it kind of, it makes everyone relax when there's something that, you know, they give you a compliment or you like, I'll compliment clients on things not related to their animal because it makes them feel good and it kind of opens them up. 
absolutely. You have to think about like, you know, we, and we've, we've all done this, right? So I call it, you know, the scan. When you see somebody and you literally read them from head to toe, right? You, you haven't spoken, you don't know their name, but you just see them, right? Like you could be in the waiting room waiting with your pet to see the doctor and the doctor comes by and you're just like, hmm. and you immediately, right? They say it's the it takes seven seconds to make a first impression that during that window, your mind is already like, this is who I think they are going to be. This is who I think he, she, or they is going to be. Right. And then at that point, when you actually start to have the conversation, whatever impression you had is either confirmed or denied. Whatever you speak and say, however you behave from there, either it says, yup, that's what I thought. I thought this person was going to be no nonsense and very straight to the point because they were wearing like all gray and, you know, like gray head to toe. And there was like very muted. And I was like, okay, they're going to be very business or they're wearing bright yellow and they're wearing, you know, sunflowers on their socks. And I'm like, oh, I just feel so joyous and light and I feel relaxed, right? Like it's very specific messages. So you know, you, you really even want to take in how you scan other people and then think about what happens when they scan you. Yeah. Well, even, you know, being a young professional and, you know, being a, a young doctor is something where you get, especially women get comments about, oh, like you look so young to be a doctor. So it's one of those things where you want to kind of convey that maturity and that, you know, like I am this professional, but still being young enough in the style that I want, but also, you know, making sure that they, when they look at me, see someone who is accomplished and knowledgeable in my field. Cause I've already gotten comments about like, wow, you look really young to be a doctor. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even graduated yet. And it's starting. <laughs> right. And it's so interesting. On one hand, you're like, thank you. And then on the other hand, you're like, what does that really mean? <laughs> what are you insinuating, you know, about my ability to, you know, support your, your animal or, you know, or, or, or to serve you right now, right? It's so interesting, like in, in the image industry, we talk about the ABCs of image and the ABCs are appearance, behavior, and communications. And so those three elements combined really make up your visual and verbal illustration of who you are. And so in that sense, in that case where, where people might see you and think, I know I'm younger, right? Whether I'm just starting in this field, or maybe there's some folks out here may have like 10 years in the game, but your skin is just that great that people think you got you a baby, right? It's the onus is on you because you recognize that, that in your appearance, people see that that's a trend, then your behavior and your communications are the areas that you really want to focus in on around your image to make sure that those align with the kind of message that you want to put forward. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hello, this is Caitlin Palmer. You probably know me as the desk wench. You know, the sweet TikTok receptionist who has to deal with the evil Karen Stevens. Well, if you like that, you are going to love my new podcast, Desk Wench Confessions. 
On my show, I have funny guests who tell me about their own Karens. Plus, we have contests, giveaways, and skits. Trust me, you are going to love it. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice on Bet Candy Radio. Absolutely. I'm not rushing any wrinkles to try to get people to think I'm old enough to do my job. Right. That's right. That's right. You're like, I'm not going to dye my hair gray. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Right. Instead, you know, I'm just going to make sure that the way in which I communicate or how I respond to that type of comment, right. Is one that is inviting to say, you know, I get that question all the time, you know, and I've gotten that question in the 10 plus years of my working experience of being here as a physician, you know, and every single time it still makes me smile, right? Like, <laughs> hey, boo, I got 10 years in the game. Don't question it. So there's those types of things where you might want to be more conscious of that and even practice and be more intel- in- intentional about how your body language and about how your, you know, your verbal cues respond to those types of things. Yeah, absolutely. And, and kind of navigating that fine line between making sure you're professional and what you do, but also like not so much that it's off-putting or kind of intimidating to the clients because you want them to be able to relate to you and, you know, give all the pertinent information that sometimes you have to pull out like teeth, <laughs> but, you know, also earning their respect at the same time. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's relational, you know, it's a relationship you're trying to form and you want to do everything that you can around your image to let the relationship flow in the way that you like it to. Right. And so I say this all the time about your style is a way to invite people into your world. Right. Because a lot of times people come in and they might have all their things. Right. My dog's been sick all night. I was here last week. I didn't get what I needed. You know, blah, 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 blah. Right. And people come in with all the stuff. Right. But sometimes in the way that you speak, in the way that you look, in this way that you act, you, you have an immense power to change that dynamic. You have power to draw people in and say, okay, we're just going to bring it down a bit, right? I'm wearing a nice, great soothing blue. I'm wearing a great calming green because I know they need that kind of energy, right? Or I'm wearing a great necklace that says, that says love or I love pets or, you know, like whatever might draw them in to like, just relax the situation or bring them into the type of environment that you want to create, right? Like you have the ability to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so interesting to see how everybody kind of develops their own way of doing that. And just even in the same building where you work, like you can see all everyone's different styles and it, it's really nice when it's like really reflective of their personality. Like if they're always happy and doing all these things and they like wear a cool shirt. You're like, Oh my God, I love that. Like, where'd you get it? It's so much fun. And it's, it's a way to really bond, not only with clients or whoever you're working with, but also, um, you know, just to create that community within, you know, one another, it's really nice to be able to like say, Oh, that looks really good. Cause it just lights people up like nothing else. Yes. A compliment. Like it goes so far to give someone some love, like to just say, cause a lot of times, especially when we do that scan, you'll see something 
And you'll think like, oh man, I really like her shoes. But you won't say anything, right? And you'll just like keep moving or say, oh man, that's a really great tea. Oh, I wonder where she got her scrubs from because they look different from what I get. But you won't ask. You know, very few people will actually take the next step between their thoughts and their words and can compliment or ask the question or inquire. And so I think the moment that you might do that breaks the wall and introduces conversation. And then someone from there says, oh my gosh, you know, I was thinking that about like that color you have, like I'm looking at your skin tone and I'm like, okay, maybe I could wear that turquoise blue. Like that looks really good on you. And you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I think this would be a great color on you, right? And then you create some inner office, even even virtually, right? But you know, in this case more so, you know, you create that office rapport and you just build relationship with people, you know, off of so many elements, you can build relationship and have conversation with people and your, your style is no exclusion to that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even I had a a post on LinkedIn because we were filming some videos and I had found these shoes at, I don't know, it might've been like the rack or Marshall's or something. And they're these beautiful white pumps. And they said, female boss, or like, just really like empowering, like little, like little words all over the shoes. And I absolutely adored them. Um, Like queen or queen bee and all those kinds of things. I was like, that's awesome. Cause I looked down at my shoes and they're just like, you know, fulfilling. And I thought it was great. And we put out this, um, this post about filming and some people were like, Oh, that's awesome. We love the shoes, whatever. And then we had some negative comments. It was, it was interesting because people thought we were doing an ad for these shoes and definitely (laughs) not an ad for these shoes. Um, we were just talking about how we both like love them and the message that they sent. And, um, people were like, Oh, well, does a woman have to wear heels to like feel confident or beautiful. And I was like, no, but it was just this individual pair that made me feel good. Like I have flats that do the same thing. I have boots that can do the same thing, but it's just in this environment, the circumstance, like these were shoes that I thought were great. And I would love to share them because I thought other people would like them too. Like it wasn't that (laughs) women can only feel powerful in heels. That is not, that is not what was going on. (laughs) Right. Right. And, and, and that happens, you know, like some people are are going to misread or mate. I will say this, you know, people can sometimes interpret something in any way that they choose to, right? You know, and it has a little less to do with you and more to do with them, right? Yeah, right? I love that. A great pops of color pink. I'm looking at the picture now. Yeah, we just brought up the picture. They have the white pumps and they have little bits of orange and pink and like flawless. And they're just like, they're so cute. I've never seen a pair of shoes like that. And I thought they would be great for the pictures. It's amazing. And, the, and the, what's most important in that is how it made you feel, right? Because you were getting a picture taken. And if those shoes and what they say connect with you and are going to make you throw your shoulders back and smile more and have more fun, which is going to translate to really great engaging pictures that are going to draw your audience in to say like, oh man, Shannon looks great. And she looks warm and welcoming and professional. Do it. Do it all day. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it because it was, I was, I just, I'd never, it never crossed my mind that that would have been a thing. And I kind of understand where they come from too. And I, we made sure that wasn't our intention or, you know, that, you know, we were just talking about more the words than the shoes themselves. People always going to talk. People always going to say something. Everyone has an opinion. 
you can decide which ones impact you um, and, and how they do so, right? You have a, the power as, as, as the individual for yourself. Yeah, I love those shoes. I might wear them to my graduation or to our little semi-formal dinner that we have. <laughs> I adore those shoes and they go with so many different colors. Yeah, with the white base too, like in the black. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Where can our listeners like really connect with you and like if they want to talk to you about their style and, um, you know, maybe get your help with revamping their confidence, where should they go? Yeah, definitely. Um, come hang out with me on LinkedIn. Um, send me a DM. Let me know that you were listening on that candy, you know, and then I would love to just even learn about you and where you are in your style and your journey. Um, and we can like continue the conversation from there. So come, come holler at me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, that is great for all our listeners. We'll put um, Nana's link to her LinkedIn in the details of this show and also her website if you want to check out more about her. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today. I think we had a great conversation and really, you know, gave people the first little steps if they want to change their wardrobe and up their confidence. I think they can start from this. Awesome. Thanks, Shannon. And this has been another fantastic episode of Vet Candy IRL. I hope all of our listeners enjoyed it and we'll see you soon. And this has been Shannon Gregoire. It's Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.